0: but here's a little fact I found out so Brian got some fun new software if it's Brian is that software up and running nope. uh not, not today. yet but what it is <laughs> I want you guys to know we're allowed to make as much weird ah like mouth noises as we like because this software will filter it out supposedly. But we, I'll let you know when it's up and running, then we can just mouth noise away. We can beatbox and scat. Brian is shaking his head. <laughs> He's like, please
1: don't do that. <laughs> no. um, guys, did you see earlier this week, the headline that everyone is making? Uh, so much fun of it was uh, an article that dropped on CNBC that was like, hey, everyone, here's a great tip that you maybe didn't know about how to save four hundred dollars a year. And it's like this nerd in a video. I hate it. Uh basically goes into a restaurant and explains to the public that you should definitely tip uh, based on before tax. uh Right, not tip on the tax. That's and
2: what fucking old people do. It's what Sorry. old people do.
1: And it's very much, you know, he was really pushing back to, like, now if you really want it to add up, make sure you're tipping what's, you know, only on the on what's not taxed. And then uh, 15% is still very, very, you know, acceptable. And then he did this, like, man on the street poll what? between people. And some people were just like, ooh, gross. No. Some other people were like, wow, Not like, don't don't go out to
2: eat, pal. Exactly. Like, because we get charged on the full sale, including the tax. We don't get just to, you know, pre tax sale. I'm sure he's
3: also a wonderful customer to have. I know. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he's just not needy at all. I'm sure he doesn't ask. Water, no
1: ice.
0: Oh yeah. This give me real Rachel Ray, $40 a day feels. Yeah. Is what this is giving Well, what
1: what I was seeing, uh what I was seeing too in the comments, people like backlashing against Rachel Ray too, going, like, yeah, the part she didn't say is if you stiff the fucking weight staff, you can exist on $40 a day, which was a lot of her trickery in that thing too. is like, oh yeah, as long as you don't tip. You can exist on $40 a day. I watched you
2: like bitch! one episode of that and turned it right off after her first reaction to something when she was enjoying it. I couldn't, I can't stand Rachel Randall. Oh, no, I'm not, not a fan. Enjoyment of
0: food. Well, I then know. you missed the first yummo segment of the universe. <laughs> no, thank you. And she's a we'll go back to get get that yummo origin scene.
3: She's a part of the Oprah franchise too, right? Um, uh, I, th-
1: I think she's separate. I'm not sure. I hope she's separate. Well, dude, th- like this coming up, and especially with them calling it um like a life hack or people making fun of it, being like, ooh, look at this like life hack that makes you look like an asshole. Clearly I'm a little sensitive based on a show I hosted for a couple years, <sighs> but we would do these segments called like gaming the system. And as a server... And people, you know, anyone who's ever worked for tips or it's like the shit isn't free. I was like, you guys, I'm morally opposed to doing this fucking segment. It involves being cheap and or ripping off, you know, like say it's like, oh, if um, if you want a fancy drink but don't have money at Starbucks, ask for some slices of lemon and then a cup for water and then go squeeze lemon water go squeeze lemon into your water and then steal some sugar packets. Voila, free lemonade. And I was like, That's a stretch. I was like, I'm not going to say that on TV. First of all, that sounds like shitty sugar water. No one's going to do that and be like, come on. You're asking
0: people to act like fucking dumpster hobos. <laughs> when life gives you free lemons at Starbucks, go make your free lemonade, you piece of shit. <laughs>
1: Oh, I think it was on Thrillist today, and I was so excited because they have this unofficial list of every state's most well-known and favorite bar snack, and so I looked up everyone's home state, and I (laughs) want to see if you guys know what the bar snack that's most representative of your region. Maybe not your your city, but your state. Hmm. Andrea, I think you know. A bar snack? Say your state first. Okay, Nebraska. Andrew, Nebraska's, you're from Nebraska. I'm, I'm Nebraska. And we'll call it like, it like it would be on an appetizer menu at any bar. I'm going like is it like fried pickles? Uh, fried, what do you, what's um, like, What's something you talk about from Nebraska that all of us have
0: never eaten before. Corn! brunzas Yes. Runzas are not a bar <laughs> snack first of all. No? Okay. Uh runzas are if you guys know this there's a lot of Czech influence in Nebraska. Mm. So runzas are like if you haven't had mine they're delightful. Um it's a yeasted dough pocket stuffed with a ground beef, sauteed cabbage and onions with like lovely seasoning, sometimes cheese, sometimes without cheese. There's like, it's like an all spice flavoring and they're like fucking, an kind of like an empanada. You know, every but culture like has New a Western version of this, Kyle. Exactly. <laughs> the style South have, in, in the Spain has the empanadas. Some people have pierogies, ravioli is another one. Uh, you got ronzo's in <laughs> Nebraska. It's a fast food chain. Um, and then I, I believe it's, yeah. But as a bar snack is odd. I don't know. Okay, well, that's why I wanted to debunk this and see if anyone agreed. Oh, it's been debunked. It's
1: all right, all right. Kyle, from Florida. But we'll say this bar snack is a little exotic. and Meth. Maybe found more in the, in
3: the keys. <laughs> I know. I was like, what can you cook behind a bar? Um, well, but probably oh, bar, but food. For, bar food. Bar oh, food. Let's, let's call it I like, mean, it's fried calamari, isn't it? Close. Oh, oysters? I have a guess. Cl-
1: yeah. Count. count. Um, yeah. Oh, oh fried conch fried
3: conch
0: which conch conch
1: conch I have
3: interesting. the conch interesting I'll tell you
0: what those guys are so pretty on the in outside but not so pretty on the inside No, They're I, like right? long
3: black like worms I don't were like peachy day. I
0: thought they were like pinky fleshy, peachy
3: yeah chewy chewy buggers I mean chewy I'm pretty sh- I, you know what I don't know I'm I I just spoke without knowing
0: island food but you were very close
1: <laughs> island food I think you know it's salmon I, I, like. food man Jocelyn. I uh, got this. Okay, I, I know, know, this I day know. It was real know. Cont- Wait, what's, your, what's Illinois? your... Illinois? Illinois. Okay, but real, really, <laughs> just, just think, no cooking involved. Literally think of a bar snack that's supposedly the staple of Illinois.
2: Oh, I was going to say a large deep dish pepperoni as a joke. Uh, pretzels or peanuts? Or...
1: Chex Mix. Or...
2: Sitting up straight in your chair. Pup, puppy or, Chow?
1: Or... Popcorn! Oh, pop, you have to cook that. Oh, you do, do have to cook it. Whatever what you can open Where did
0: you get this from? You can
1: open a fucking bag and pour it out into oh, a bowl. I that know what kind you mean.
0: Of- it was still cooked, technically. I'm just
1: it was cooked it. at some point. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to
2: go with deep dish.
1: Yeah, I was just like, bar popcorn?
2: is It is, is the funny Illinois. I was like, that's any bar snack. <laughs> Anybody I meet, they're like, oh, you're from Chicago. You like deep dish? Like, so, absolutely not. It's thank definitely you.
3: not Chicagans. I'm going to hold Chikagans? on to that. Chicagans? No. Yeah. It might have
0: been back Chicagoans? before we moited. Like, Chicagoans? No, Chicagoans. No, Chicagoans. 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 Well, I you will seem to be, be struggling with this. <laughs> with this Chicago microphone. and then ins. You're Floridians. There's Floridians. Chicagoans.
3: Which I think Vega. is nice. It rolls off the tongue. Floridians? Time. Floridians.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Floridians.
1: But with Midwest, you just got to go flat. You know, Michigander.
3: Yeah. Michigander. Michigander. Chicagoan.
1: Oh, it's Michigander. a Michigander? Yeah, it's a Michigander. I like that. I Why don't
3: you take
2: a that. Michigander around the store <laughs> and let us know what you like?
1: Well, I'm guys, I know sure. you're dying to you know what Michigan. Oh,
0: sorry. Michigander. Oh, sorry. My, my fault. So
1: I said that. No. Well, I'm a fucking terrible person. Brooke, tell us. I know. I did look at this list and I was like, this is crazy. Better made potato chips, which I'm not going to lie. Better made are the staple of Michigan potato chips in a bag. Brand? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh. I've never had oh, them. Wouldn't oh, my go. God. I love them. I never met
1: her never matter they're just a little greasier and more substantial than say like a lays potato chip mm. and they've been around forever well hey guys welcome to side work I'm your host Brooke Van Poplin hey I'm Justin Hughes Kyle June Williams I'm Andrea Wallace so yeah we're gonna we're gonna look into something that you can not ignore as a server which is eating habits and particularly douchey customers. And, you know, to be fair, people are allowed to ask for, like, something on the side. Like, what is your classic sort of unoffensive? Salad ask? dressing. Salad dressing yep. on the side. Mayo
2: on the side. Yep.
1: It's all offensive to me. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, yes. I know. You did say water, no ice. I can be that person every once in a while. I. It, that's, like, more
3: of a personal thing because I love ice and it's, I just don't understand why you don't want it.
1: Like, I'm like, don't, what, uh, it's better
0: okay Ice Fine. is magic
1: i will never ask a bartender for water no ice because the whole point is they can just scoop ice all the way up to the yeah. top and then squirt it for one second when they have the gun that just does the drizzle and you've got a whole pint glass and you're like thank you no dollars for you <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the water no ice
2: <laughs> well i've only been drinking water at bars if it's not water water it's soda water yeah i tip because i feel of course yeah. you do. oh, I oh i'm said. saying
1: shame for not drinking oh i'm bar. just imagining like an extra step of like here make me a non-alcoholic and make and i have some i have some mods i have some modifications
0: i just got a bowl of lemons
1: right there's always the people who need the fresh lemons and limes and then they will not eat their food until they get said lemon and lime which is like the bane because you're like fuck all right hold on let me you know it's like it's just not part of the running the food experience usually then that can gotta, fuck you up. Then you gotta cut the lemons because there's never oh, lemons any lemons ready.
2: Or the bartenders won't
1: give them to you? Nope, they won't give you their lemons because they're for the bar. So I feel like... And I don't know if... Or do you guys have special ways
3: that you're... Have you, have you been in multiple places where there are certain ways that people have to cut lemons? And
1: yes. Lines? Yes. 100%. Protein like very
3: different from one place to another. And they
1: get very tense about it. Oh, sure. Well, some people, it's like... I mean, whoever's doing the wheel is like, to me, fine dining and it goes in a glass of water. Because it's like, who's doing the thin wheel anymore? That doesn't make sense unless you're garnishing something. Nah. But they'll get mad if,
2: if like, you would, you'd make them too fat. Yeah. Driving our costs up.
0: Yep. You're wasting Uh, them. But then too small is like a real pain in the ass. Exactly.
2: But it's sad when people ask for them and then don't use it. Or don't squeeze in their glass. They just want to, like, have it on the edge of their glass. That's, yeah. like, the weirdest thing. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Lemon or lemon is just hanging out, just, and they don't squeeze it. With just
3: <gasps> all those fresh limes out into the so snow. So
0: much wasted That's potential. So I worked at a place that had, like, the big industrial, like, lemon slicer, the big metal guy. that They yeah. cut everything into, like, like eight, and you just like, ka-chonk. Yeah. And, like, into Ooh. a big bin.
3: Oh, that is so sexy to me because I have cut my hands so many times cutting lemons. And, and the acid just, goes yeah. right, right in. in there. It's literally like, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, it's just, it's it's a one-two punch. That's like,
0: a, a fruit knife behind a bar is very specific. Yeah. yeah. And they get mad if it goes missing. They're, yep. like, back in the
1: dish pit, you know, every day when the, the shift starts. Like, I need my knife. Bar I need knife. knife. I
0: need my knife.
3: did somebody borrow my knife and not return it
1: that's
3: interesting i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the bathroom and maybe my knife will be there when i get back all
1: right just whoever did it no questions asked it just better be back on this bar in five minutes these lemons aren't gonna cut themselves i get dyslexic cutting lemons sometimes too where i turn them the wrong way and do it and then i'm just like these are yes. so dumb looking. And then, you know, you try and salvage the lemon and then that's when you end up with like a fucking octagon shape. Um,
3: when I worked at the quarter deck in mm. Florida over a summer, we had a lot of wing specifications that came into play because we did a couple different versions of like wings, of like buffalo sauce and everything like that. And this one woman would come in and every single time, ask for no skins on her buffalo wings. And I think she oh, meant no on. bones, but she didn't understand it. And so I'd have to explain that there's skin on buffalo wings. And one time she made me bring out the raw buffalo wings for her to see what they look like before. It was it was a very, it, and she'd never order them. She'd never order them, but oh, every just, single just time.
1: Just show them to me. Yeah. Just show me them. But, but why do you like, your weird fetish? Bones? Because there's also well, there's boneless lots of, buffalo wings. boneless, but I don't. Skinless is not a, not a version. No. That's, that's just, I was like, do you not want
3: the breading? Is there Are you breading You save calories out? on your fried chicken? It was very it was strange. strange. It was very, very strange. And she was very. We had these um, uh, tables outside that they're like swinging hammock sort of tables. You know what I mean? Have oh, you ever seen sure. them? sure. They're all over Florida. Mm-hmm. And she, it was like. She had to have a specific swinging table that was like s- swinging right into the parking lot. I have no idea why <laughs> she wanted that table specifically. And she made you show her raw chicken. Well, and she would always be like, can you, you not it? can you not, like to swing her. <gasps> it was very violent. Wow. Uh, I felt wow. Very, yeah, in my in, like tiny little baby khaki shorts that I had to wear. Like oh
1: god oh hearing the word baby khaki shorts is giving me weird bad feelings because I remember I think at one hearing, job can you
3: nudge it is like what's really <laughs> making me
0: that's screamed
3: out <laughs> Brian I would, tonight when you're in bed with Andrea just lean over god. and go can
0: you nudge it oh he kind of did it today he goes <laughs> so he's like hey uh they finally took a picture of a black hole and I was like my he's gonna show me a picture of a butthole I know it but it was actually like a real black hole they took a photo of not a butthole you're. The Event Horizon.
3: Woo. That's what it's called—an Event Horizon, which I don't know if you guys have
0: seen that movie. It's I know, yeah. phenomenal. I've heard of the movie and the phenomenon. Oh,
3: you have to watch the movie. I was gonna do a line from it, but nobody will. know.
0: It, okay. it, its <laughs> scary, right? It's very. That's scary.
1: the one. That, yeah, that one. It's I, a
3: scary sci-fi, which is right up
1: my alley. Ooh. Hell yeah! Are any of you guys? ever weird or difficult with a specific item when you go out somewhere? I don't
3: like blue cheese.
1: I, I don't, don't like either, blue cheese. Sister.
3: It's I I've tried. I there's like this feet. burger at the <laughs> Spotted Pig. They have the best burger. I mean, I don't even eat meat anymore, but I would order it with the rockfort which is like a you know, baby blue. Yeah. It's like not full blue, but it's on there and I Every single, I mean, I would make myself eat it because I had ordered it. But one time I had to send it back because they put so
1: much on it. That's that's also a violation. Too much blue cheese, raw blue cheese. It's my fault.
0: I shouldn't have ordered it. I should have ordered something else. Mm. God, you
1: know, you are allowed to stand up for yourself sometimes, right? I know.
0: I can be picky about a mealy tomato, (laughs) like at the restaurant. Yeah, like if I get like a burger, I'll just be like, I, Ah. I, I, yeah, or. But, like, typically I'm fine. Usually I'm, like, if I'm, like, I want something on the side, that's, like, the most I am is, like, dressing on the side. Yeah. Or light onion on a salad. Light onion. Because sometimes Fair. they'll put, like, a fucking half a pound of red onions on a salad. That's too much for me. That's too much red onion.
1: You guys have been out with me, certainly, to bars and to drink, and you know that I have a real... Tough time ordering a margarita.
0: Well, yeah, you have a real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I
1: really struggle with it. I think I finally. I think everyone is sort of synced up to now just be like, I think this bitch is is asking for a skinny margarita, which to me is what a margarita is supposed to taste like. <laughs> but then I get like tongue tied and I talk myself into a corner and like it's a real fucking thing.
0: I've seen it happen.
1: <laughs> I know you've seen it I happen, have too. dude. Because what happens is. And then also, and, like, I get kind of crazy, too, where I'm, like, don't serve me that shit in a pint glass. A margarita in a pint glass is a fucking crime. It's too much everything. The proportions are all wrong. I get, like, a little nuts. And so then I am, like, a, I'm embarrassed, but I am a notorious margarita senderbacker. backer. And um, because... You know, I go, is it fresh juice? They go, yeah. And then they send it back with a fucking sour mix. And you're like, yeah. I can't fucking drink
0: this, dude. This is so <laughs> gross.
1: And then I'm a bit of a bitch with coffee.
0: <laughs> well, that's okay. I mean, the thing is you, you get to have like a, you get to be like a coffee snub because it's accepted now. It, it's great. And I think it's it's backed off big
1: time where it's just like, listen, if this place doesn't, you know, look like it has the, the kind of, hipster offerings then I'm not gonna expect much you know, maybe I'll just stick to a cup of drip or whatever but I remember being in a place and in my mind thought I was being very friendly that I politely suggested how to correctly make uh, an iced latte or an iced americano. but they would do this shit and it would drive me crazy is so and guys, maybe we can listen to me. we can learn something. This is how to make a proper iced coffee, right? You pull your two shots right? You don't just pour it over a cup of ice. You immediately melt and dilute the ice. And now you've got a very tampered with amount of caffeine. And then they dump more water in it and more ice. It fucking sucks. You got to bring the temp down. You got to have already have some cold water in there. Pour the espresso in it. Now you've got a really nice temperature beverage that maintains the integrity of ice cubes.
0: Ice, Mm. Ice on top. Thank you. Exactly
1: the way they do it at starbies
0: <laughs> i never more in my life have i have i like when i get a good cup of coffee and i take a sip of it do i go oh yeah that's oh yeah that's good <laughs> like i'm very vocal about my coffee drinking
3: <laughs> oh yeah
0: this guy made me a latte the
3: other day i like my lattes with coconut milk yeah and then he put a shot of mocha in there i'm not a chocolate person it was delicious huh. it was a meal it was delicious mm-hmm. I, I went back person. in and said thank you. I, I walked down uh, half a block. I walked back and I went in and I go, you know what? Thank you for this thing I didn't ask for. Thank you. <laughs> you. No, no, no. He he suggested it. Got to it. Me. Got it. Got
1: it. Oh God, there were Good two Andy. very cute barista who looked like brothers down in Long Beach when I was there last Friday. I Fuck had them was- both. What? Did you do them both? <laughs> I did them both. Double team them. I double team them. You Eiffel I was-
3: Tower? I was. <laughs> you get that double shot? <laughs> yeah, double oh! shot.
0: Boom, boom! Get One it. on each cheek, baby. Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh.
1: Get
3: it. Yeah,
0: extra she foam. fucked two
1: baristas. Extra, well, that—that's actually—I mean, that's not an untrue statement, just in general. But not
0: Ex- those extra two. Extra foam <laughs> is an untrue statement. No, I
1: fucked two baristas. Oh. Um. Whatever. My brother listens to this. Hi, Brand. He learns so much about me. Right. People, humans have needs. They have needs. They have needs. Um. What I was going to say, okay, so I feel like that's like the polite world of, listen, you know, some people are particular, there's always going to be dressing on the side sort of shit. That's fine. I think that's a normal, small annoyance of the job that can trip you up as a surfer. What I want to move into, and let me start by saying we do respect actual deadly food allergies. If you have shellfish, peanut allergy, you know, if, if, um, milk ruins your day if there's like people who can't
0: have like um
1: pine nuts certain or, like we get it we're not making fun of you Yeah,
0: and also if you like choose not to eat meat well
1: obsessed. right because sometimes vegetarians and vegans at most restaurants get fully lumped into the um sort of like Ugh, get the fuck out of here crew we, listen we respect vegetarians and vegans as well yeah, but one. you are of course and i've I've, I've eaten been one I've eaten vegetarian and vegan many times uh, in my life. It's delicious. I think what's funny, though, to start this off is when you're working at, let's say, a place called Memphis Smoke and Royal Oak, which is all like baby back ribs and brisket, you get all the sides. They're all made with animal fat. They're all made with animal fat. And I'm just saying that. I have – or I've been tasked with people who come to, like, a very, very, very meat-heavy restaurant that I've worked at and then full-on are like, I'm paleo and vegan and blah, blah, blah. Listen, I think it's always good to maybe call ahead and ask if there are some vegan offerings because the pout fest that happens when you go down and you say, oh, well, you could do the spinach salad minus this – and you could do these, and then they go, So what? I'm just gonna have vegetables for dinner? And it'd be like, Well, we don't. You're
3: a vegetarian. You're,
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm so, like, everything yeah. else is made for people who eat meat and like rich foods. So that can be like when customers get we real mean. shitty when they don't look out for their own specific dietary needs and show up to a place. Well,
0: it's also like, Who's bringing you to these places and why are you agreeing to go? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes it happens. Like,
3: sometimes you end up at a restaurant that doesn't say meat in the name and you don't look it up before. And then all of, of, of a sudden course, it's of course. Like meat heavy. But I do have to say, I have noticed that some restaurants do this and I think it's a really good idea is they take the me- like we did this at a restaurant that I worked at, but you just cross off everything that you can't have. Uh-huh. And then that's the menu you get. So it's like, it's limited oh, options,
0: I've but at least that. you know what that's you're working smart with. and very helpful. And it feels
1: personalized. Yeah. We know people who like celiac will shut them down. Like they'll be out of commission yeah. for like a day or two. I know people who like they have it and they're like, good night for three hours. Like they can't. keep their eyes open it just it wreaks havoc on their fucking nervous that's all fine and well those people you've got an uphill battle um, in your life to monitor you know definitely let people know like I have celiacs and to know that every time you're at a restaurant it's a real gamble you know and you're going to need to play it safe if they don't know you and if it doesn't seem but I'm moving into the category of now what we all have to deal with which is gluten-free which is is based, not celiac. It's right? not celiac it's at all. Okay. It's a lifestyle, it. and everyone is in the restaurants. I mean, you know this. It's like so. There was an article saying that um, food allergies and gluten free is basically the new version of an eating disorder, and you can see it very much in the restaurants when everyone's like, "I'm allergic to wheat," meaning like, yeah, "I allergic. want you to make everything super carb free for me because you know." Well, it doesn't mean carb free. It means well. That's what the that's what these women mean. A lot of these women mean not just gluten, but they're fucking carb freaked out. Period. Too men and women. It's such a fuck. I mean, are you kidding me? I worked at like the most particular place in the world, and people won't get it straight. Where you're like, okay, but there's they'll they'll order the one thing and be like, I'm allergic to wheat and bread. Take the bun off, and they'll order something else. So you're like, that's wheat, and they're like, that's fine. And I'll, and the I think the thing that
3: people don't understand is that. Allergy is a trigger word for a a lot of... For a restaurant. It puts a whole kitchen on alert. Yeah. I mean, uh, when somebody has a peanut allergy, which is a lot of people do, you have to, you know, that's got to go on the ticket. Then you have to go and talk to the chef. Then the chef has to say, we can't, you know, we can't confirm uh, Mm cross-contamination because there's a whole line. And that that, it's like a very serious thing that you have to... We had, I mean, I was around somebody who he tried a um, cookie and he assumed it had no peanut in it. And it did. And, like, we had to, like, EpiPen him. Yeah. And then rush him to the hospital.
0: Like too, and to use
3: point. and to use that as like I'm allergic to bread, right? At well, le- just say like I don't. I would really not prefer yeah. to have bread. Right. I have a
0: selective intolerance. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, I have, I have a selective
1: based on my goal weight and
0: based on order you something know. else.
1: Exactly, but people don't want to do that. It's a very
0: la she-she. It's very convenient thing. for me, right? And now you've got like anti-inflammatory diet. You've got a keto
3: diet out
0: there. There's right. There's many, I do love it though
3: when chefs say like that's not what the dish is in. in intended to do then, so I won't change it. Because mm-hmm. you change the taste of the dish. Then. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's a really good way for restaurants to
0: avoid that. But again, and we talked about this, like, if there is a disclaimer at a fancy restaurant that's like, if you have allergies, please call ahead and Chef will cater to you. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's what
3: they do at Animal. Of I, know.
1: I think what I'm getting down to, though, is there is a scourge of people who are like, no, I want to get what i want and i want to alter the menu the way i want to so i see food allergy yeah and that's what's really fucking because then it's like you've got the kitchen kind of like you're saying like freaking out like huh like how are they eating this but you know not that and then it, it almost waters down the seriousness of someone with like a true life-threatening allergy so this is like another level of entitlement so and this is like another huge scourge of if where it's gotten really popular around diners and idiots to just use the word allergy for everything
3: and you can tell when somebody actually has a real allergy like we had this lady come in and she was allergic to pepper and yeah that's that's a tough tough one you know what i mean she was like i i hope that there is something that we can do without pepper, but I'm very allergic to it, and the, you know what I mean. It's it, so it, scary. And because those people have such a limited dining experience, I think then chefs hopefully will rise to the occasion to try and take care of somebody who maybe doesn't get to go out to eat all the time. Well, but adding they, they, but other people who are like, "I don't want bread. I'm allergic to it." They ruin it for those people.
0: Adding to that, I found on Reddit that this Christy here has fashioned herself her own business card that she takes to restaurants. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that says her too. food allergies on it, so don't use onions, garlic, scallions, shallots, chives, leeks, bell peppers, radishes, spicy peppers, and she's gluten free. Yeah, so yeah, I've had she's not allowed like to that. have. Any but of that's that. really but this good. This is a, a card that she hands her. She's sure, a card good, carrying. You can
3: directly take that to the chef. You know what I mean? I, I I think that as that that's somebody who's like taking care of their shit. Yeah, and being conscientious of the fact that there's a, multiple people who now
1: have to take care of her meal. Right. And And you really doesn't die. And you right, you really disrupt the flow of the line in the kitchen when it's like, okay, we need like the basket that we drop in the oil that didn't, you know, like shellfish can be a really tough one too. But I'm just saying, like, it's, again, it's, like, I think the same people who leave nasty Yelp reviews are the same
0: people who claim that something they just don't like because they're a fucking baby yeah, as an it allergy. Is, it does have, like, a boy who cried wolf kind of, of course. connotation where it's, like, That's right. someone it's it's does have a, a serious issue, a boy. and then they're, like, oh, yeah, right, eye roll, sure, you're fucking allergic, and then they really are, you and know? Yeah, you're playing
2: telephone between
0: the table and the kitchen, you know? And by the time
2: it gets to the kitchen, they're, like, not having it. <laughs>
0: I didn't even realize this, and I that, like if you're dating someone who has a severe allergy, like and like if I ate peanuts and then fucking stuck my tongue in Kyle's mouth because I love her, she, and she was allergic, like she she it could be a real problem. Oh, what? Wow! Because it's because it, the, the allergy's in in my mouth. I didn't even
1: realize that weird the, res- the residual too because I mean that's why, uh. If there's a peanut allergy kid at school, like kids can't bring peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, it can be on There's whole anymore. floors that can't it's, have it. It can be airborne for that I you know. Know. I'm Peanut
0: right. specific, but I mean, it's shellfish. Yeah. It's like any. I mean, obviously, anything you eat that can be like passed back and forth. So, babe, if we ever get out and get that shellfish, if I make you sit in front of me while I eat a shellfish tower, then try and kiss you, my bad. If you're <laughs> allergic. <laughs> um, on Reddit,
2: somebody posted that someone orders the salmon dish That is a breadcrumb breadcrumb topping. I'm extremely allergic to gluten, so can you hold the breadcrumbs and tell the kitchen that? So when the food gets there, she orders a Miller Lite. Uh, (laughs) Come on! He said, that's got a ton of gluten in it. She said, just give me the Miller Lite. Um, You know, it's not a fad, is what this person says. And they're right. It's like, you know, sometimes they have to scrub down the line. It's like all this extra work for the kitchen and for, like, the dishwasher. And And this
1: girl's going, like, um... 40 calories worth of breadcrumbs are going to put me over, but not this fucking Miller Lite. And it's like, it's people doing like crazy eating disorder shit. Yeah.
0: Also, why don't you just say, I don't want it? Just just leave it off. Why does it have to be, yeah, just like, I don't want it. Well, because
1: I think
2: they're afraid that they won't do the mod then if they don't act like it's a dead liver, you know, life or death situation. This person wrote a... Pam Zort worked for a chef who would change the cooking water for the gluten-free pasta if they were allergic. But before he went through the trouble on a busy night, he would ask the service in his thick Italian accent, are they really allergic or are they just Hollywood?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. See that,
1: yeah.
2: But yeah, these cards, I've never been handed a card. But apparently no. they're a whole thing.
0: I've only been handed a card by, like, I'm a, a smart, deaf person.
1: <laughs> I think it's, you know, and again – Kitchens do their best, but um, it's just a gamble every time, you know, you go out to do this. But I, dude, I'm telling you, the people who write, where you're just like, oh, so so what is this really? Like, you're not fooling me, honey, you know, but you can't say anything. Otherwise, you're, you're, then you're rude. And then, of course, if someone's like, but you can drink a Miller Lite, like, that is that is literally like a nail in the coffin for gluten and celiac sufferers. You yeah. don't, you don't drink beer. No, it's literally just like hops and barley and everything that cripples your intestines and gives you fucking intestinal cancer if you truly suffer from this. So yeah, I mean, like- I think there's
2: a discomfort from gluten for some people. Then there's a diet for gluten for some people and then there's celiac and they're not the same they're They're nowhere near the same categories
1: and if people are like listen i want to i want to go low carb totally fine great but you know saying it's an allergy is a fucking that is a major offense it's Mm -hmm. so nuts to me it is oh i can't deal and so i feel like that now we're facing this real backlash where I feel like you walk into restaurants and either on the wall or very plainly printed on a menu is like no substitutions, no modifications, the, no modifications, no substitutions. If this ain't your jam, bye. too bad. Bye. bye, which I fucking like.
2: I've probably yeah. brought it up before, but Father's Office is a ch- it's a chain of a few restaurants that here that have burgers is and so fries, fucking good, no ketchup, and yep. fuck you if you try to get it. They're like, we just don't have it. You can't get it. It's Sorry, I'm fine. Thumbs upping right now. It's He's, such a good burger.
0: Ketchup. Oh, like, but yeah, I'm fine. It's, that's why they make it that way. Right? Yeah, so it's what the it. chef intends. So.
1: Yeah, it's just like if you me. want it your way,
3: go to fucking Burger King.
1: Listen, I, if there's any takeaways, just as a customer, it's totally okay to say. I don't like something and there's a really good chance it's going to be respected. I don't know where customers have gotten to a place where they're afraid saying they don't care for something isn't enough to be respected So, but you just don't want to be pretending you have a food allergy. Yeah,
0: just be like, you know, I'm not allergic or anything but I really, I just don't, I prefer not to have it on there. Exactly. And then usually they can
3: work with you. They can, you know what I mean? Like well, try this. This is a better option then for you or maybe I can talk to the chef or blah, 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 blah. It's a. It's like a We need to learn how to communicate better. We do. Absolutely. (laughs) Or you just go go, open up your own
0: goddamn restaurant No, called Picky Bitch. Picky Baby Bitch.
1: Picky Baby Bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking learn how to eat. It's going to be the hottest restaurant in town. Picky Baby Bitch.
1: I do want to welcome up very special guest, a good friend of ours and a great comedian who most importantly waited tables. Please welcome Julia Rossi. Oh, hello.
3: Yay. Yay.
1: Hey. <laughs> We're all coming off a hot Easter weekend. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Passover and the full moon. What's going on? So much happening. Money, oh, yeah.
1: dude. <laughs> yep. Julie was in Vegas. I do love that you were talking about, you know, if it's too much if it's TMI, but uh hotel sex and just living in like a slob in a hotel. Oh, it's I the love best.
4: it. No rules. No, no rules. Yeah. I watch garbage TV. Oh, the most I just garbage. like uh oh, and then just like throw th- throwing of the towels on the ground. And I don't get the room cleaned until like I don't <laughs> I don't ever, usually either. Yeah, I just don't want them I I'm, I'm like, there's no point. I don't need fresh towels. But just the like disposing, like get this towel out of my face. So <laughs>
0: decadent. Yeah, it is
4: very I don't have cool. to wash it. Yeah. Now, are you the
0: kind of person that like when you walk into a hotel room, it's pretty much like trashed and your shit's everywhere within like a good hour of being mm-hmm. in it? Or are you trying to keep it tidy?
4: I still keep it tight like I will for the first outfit or whatever like dump out my suitcase and then be like yeah and then immediately two minutes later be like oh god and mm-hmm. then like organize it but will my fiance <laughs> folded all this stuff and put it in the drawer I'm like we're here for two
0: days <laughs> also I love that you say will and then you say my fiance because this oh. is new
4: it's great I haven't <laughs> yeah. heard
1: you refer to him yet as the as the fiance yeah, I mean I've
4: never liked the word fiance is such a weird I like boyfriend or husband like those feel i, know. I don't know fiance's just like i didn't oh. like it either
0: i would call brian my soon-to-be yeah whatever oh, cute. he's well
4: yeah. he's a dude you know
2: i called my ex-fiance <laughs> yeah. too now he's oh. just the lump that
1: sleeps well also
4: next because to me. i've been married before too that also feels weird
1: <laughs> oh i guess yeah well i think what's kind of unique about julia and i specifically aside from being divorcees <laughs> um is <laughs> running away from our husbands kind of landed us in very necessary waitressing jobs. Yes, that is true. I absolutely had to wait tables truly uh like it was a real job instead of like a thing I dabbled in here and there. Like I I went full waitress once well, I was on my own.
4: And we got close. Were we waitressing together? I think
1: there was a small crossover Hosting? There was small crossover when we were at Trout, which is the fabled bar that Brandy and I and Jocelyn oh, and... Yeah. Did you work there? No, I just oh. went there a lot. Yeah. And drank a lot. Yep. The mythology, because we were all so drunk and don't remember, like, you could have worked there, but we were so <laughs> drunk, like, you may not have remembered getting a job, yeah, you know? Yeah, I
4: didn't even work there, but I was just taking orders and money.
1: <laughs> no one would have noticed or cared um, at that spot, so... Either way, but I was um, so
4: drunk and in another headspace at that time that Brooke and I were like becoming friends. And then I was like, "Hey, do you want to like, I don't know, come to my wedding next month, whatever?" Uh, like I was just like loosely inviting people toward the end because I was like, "You kept basically
1: calling it like it's just going to be like I'm having a party in Boston." Yeah. like you were not admitting that you were about to get married.
4: Yeah, I was in a, I was very drunk and very chubby.
1: I remember one time when- <laughs> you're losing I privileges. Wear, like,
4: the lower east side,
2: and. Your fiance came in and I was like, Oh, this is the guy? Like it just
1: like <laughs> didn't feel like you. So yeah, but this when we were all working in Brooklyn, um, this was not your first was this when you started with the waitressing jobs?
4: Oh no. My first well, like I worked in like counter service at like a bakery and then I worked mm-hmm. at Brugger's, as you know. That's another thing. That's my That's Brugger's friend. Brooklyn. Okay, and I, having come We both worked at Brugger's uh, in Belmont, Massachusetts. I worked there. And then First, like serving job, oh man, I think it was California Pizza Kitchen. My sophomore year of college, yes, that's what it was.
1: CPK, CPK
4: in Harvard Square. That was my first waitressing job. But then my second waitressing job was, I lived at the Jersey Shore, and Whoa. my friend Heather's mom. My friend Heather's mom bought a bought a. Beach house, like on the beach. I thought you were going to say bada, bang. Bada, bada, bada bing. Bada, bada bing. Bada bing. Uh, you know, bada bing. We're in <laughs> Jersey. Anyway, she <laughs> bought a beach house and then let me, Heather, and another friend, Jen, live there rent free all summer. Oh. And I mean, what we were like, I hadn't even had an idea. Like, it was like, it was a bad idea on her half, but so kind and generous. And the three of us got jobs at this place called Sharks, which was like <laughs> a seafood restaurant. And I was a social, I was a theater and sociology major, and so I was like hardcore into, uh, you know, women's rights. And this was before the internet, so I had like no one to hashtag back me up on anything. So we go for training, and the guys get like normal sized shirts, mm. and we get these crop tops. And, you know, I didn't feel like showing off my waist. Uh, I was in college. I hated my body, and uh, <laughs> I right. was like, and I complained about it, and then. Shortly after my first, uh, I think I was like there for two weeks, I was fired because I made toast too slow at breakfast. <laughs>
0: Okay, <laughs> and the guy yeah. who Shax, yeah makes right hot toast quickly,
4: and but also the owner would like take girls on motorcycle rides, and I think I also I went on a mo- I, I went on the motorcycle with him, but then afterwards was like that was kind of weird. So like I was definitely you know causing a ruckus as far oh, as yeah. my female rights went. So uh, he blamed it on toast and gave me a speech about work ethic <laughs> and like all this stuff. He's like, here it
1: shocks. All right, yeah, Th- the t-shirts come up. Just below the nips. Just
4: below the nips. And toast yeah. comes out
1: fast. I cried okay, and my
4: friend Jen was like, don't cry when he fires you. And I was like, okay. And, like, my bottom lip started quivering. I mean, <laughs> even though I, I started sobbing hysterically because I'd never been fired before. And oh. also because you knew it was for a – because you spoke up about what was fucked up about, you know. And also maybe I did make toast slow, but, like, <laughs> there was no, – No, 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 no. There no, no, no. were so many – it was – well, anyways, the restaurant closed two weeks later. Oh, after wow. After I got fired. So then I worked at a coffee shop, uh, and that was it. And the guy who owned the coffee shop was a raging alcoholic and every time he'd come in he'd be like, Did you drink my vodka out of the freezer? And I was like, It's ten AM It's like you did. <laughs> he didn't come. You just don't remember yeah, anyone dude. remember. So all I did was steal um, borrow uh f- like food supplies. So I would just take like packages of wraps and like jars of peanut <laughs> butter and Yeah.
1: You gotta stay alive <laughs> on the shore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Listen, you know, it's it's a tough life on the shore. <laughs> yeah. Um I am just obsessed with the idea of living. I don't think I could have done it. Like I was a fragile, like everything that is so like machismo and
4: uh, well this I part just... of the shore it's called CIL City and it's like a it's not as mtv jersey shore it's a little bit more like fratty collegey area which i mean i still didn't completely feel like i fit in but you know when you're drunk and you're don't know who you are at 20 you can fit in of course
1: you sure can yeah turn yourself into a
4: pretzel crop top yeah shit
1: (laughs) i like to imagine too that he's like you don't want to wear a crop top fine. Here's a men's XXL. Yeah. Enjoy your nightgown, idiot. You yeah. Know? And You're I like, would have, I you. mean, I
4: just was like, I all I did was ask the And you know, uh, women's baby doll tees back then, you mm-hmm. know, like the one, that like they're really stiff. Yeah. So it's not even like there was any like loose stretchness to it. It was just wearing like a cardboard box over my nipples. Like, it was just <laughs> so unflattering and I was so mad. And I really wish I could have gone on Twitter and had some people burn that place to the ground, but it closed, you know, it, it burned itself. It oh, burned itself. Hello. Something. I did it before cuz I did give the one of the chef's a blowjob. job in yeah uh, and uh at at our at the house party we threw at Heather's mom's house where the place got destroyed and all my CDs got stolen. I feel like one of these stories is something that went into one of your strip stories. Oh. Maybe not this guy, this Oh, guy the, the guy with the ghost stick. Something like that. With yeah. Yeah. a ghost stick. I I so I had, this is like, well, okay. I was living at the Jersey Shore and I had, at the time, had only had sex with my college boyfriend who later became my husband, who's now my ex husband. <laughs> Life is so funny. <laughs> and uh, the, so we broke up briefly when I went to the shore because I was like, I need to find myself. And <laughs> in the, in the shore is great place to do it. And so the first person and only person I had sex with was this guy who, um, his name was Spez. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why is your going He's like, because I'm crazy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're damaged. Yeah, and yeah, literally couldn't be more wet as soon as he told mm-hmm. me he had problems. And I was like, I can take care of that. And then we hooked up one night and I gave him, I was very, very drunk. And I remember he put, he was very sweet. He put my contacts in like shot glasses. Remember like oh. in college when guys would do that? And I chivalry. Yeah. And I gave him a blowjob and I remember blowing something like there was something there right and then a week and then like he ignored me all week because that's you know what happens sometimes, and um, because this girl he liked was in town. And then the second she left, he started paying attention to me again. And I was oh, like, I'm oh, fine. I'll be your second man. choice. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's so weird because I complained about the t-shirts, but yet I let people use my mouth as a dumpster. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what? Like, I mean, my brain wasn't fully developed, obviously. Um, it's not until you're like thirty. Yeah. I mean, if that and. Cortex. Yeah, and anywho, so (laughs) we go to his house in the middle of the day, um, and we're going to have sex, and he's, like, we're under a blanket, so I didn't really, like, see the equipment come out, and I'm not doing, like, a little dick joke, because, like, whatever, I've been with all sizes, but this was, I thought he was putting on a condom, but then he, like, rolled over and, like, was like, (sighs) and I was like, what just, he goes, oh, we, did we, I was like, we, he's like, yeah, and then I looked down, and I mean, it was, micro beyond micro where i didn't even know we had sex so i literally just like rolled out of the bed because i was like uh and i was convinced that god was punishing me for breaking up with my like nice boyfriend to have sex with this person so of course i got back together with my boyfriend shortly after because i was like he had a like a normal sized dick probably But again like there's and you know you obviously that guy the thing is he can't help it like I understand but like don't be such an asshole like if you're right like anyways so that
0: was tra- a little traumatizing um, I thought you were gonna I thought when you said ghost dick and you're about to tell the story it was gonna be like a boys don't cry scenario where like the fake wiener like no 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 like, no, no. like
4: a- there was one there before i th- I think and then there wasn't one anymore uh and then i came home and my friends were like are you okay and like i just literally had like a white face like i had just seen a ghost and it was just it was spooky and uh it uh i wish him well um <laughs> spaz r.i.p spaz. Spaz. Uh, uh, spaz and i'm like oh i feel bad using his real name but it's obviously it's not it's a nickname yeah man unfortunately
1: though i guarantee if you know spaz on the jersey shore oh, like, yeah, people know
4: spaz on the shore oh you mean with the ghost stick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i think he was also friends with the chef it was a very small town <laughs> oh my everybody god everybody knows
0: everybody at the shore <laughs> yeah
4: they do i made it with a guy named clammy oh, i hooked no. up with a guy named snake i'm not these are all <laughs> real names Julia. I don't well, real, the to, them. Yeah, 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 real to them. Yeah, real to them. One of the best summers in my life.
1: <laughs> and there we go. We <laughs> just tricked you into... <laughs> Blowjob um,
4: stories. Yeah.
1: Blowjob. Yeah, this whole ruse is f- a food, you know, like a well, food pod- you know, podcast, and then and we're like, so... Ups.
3: What about any yeah, recent Dick blow jobs? <laughs> okay.
0: We get like a list, like, like slobbin' We like a yeah. <laughs> slobby nobby <laughs> story. That's we right. do, we <laughs> enjoy. It. So okay, so fast
1: forward to you in New York City, kind of half living there, half not. You're sort of, sort of getting married, sort of not. That's when we worked together, right? That's when we worked
4: together. Yes, and then and then after my after I got married, so I was only married a year, and then when I got separated, I went back to the scene of the crime where you and I worked. Yes. I wasn't, I don't think I was working there anymore, but Brandy still was yes, our friend uh-huh. Brandy. And there was a waiter there who, you know, smiled at me once. And I was like, that'll do. And I, cause I wanted <laughs> to have, cause I was just separated from my sure. husband. Get it so. out of like, your system. Yeah. I just needed to burn sage. That's what I call it. And so <laughs> we went in the bathroom and I mean, it was—I wasn't even paying attention. I was just like, it was like surgical in my mind. And then all the bus boys when we walked out were like, "Hey!" hey, hey. And I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, this is so embarrassing." And it was my first time experiencing the whole thing where, like, he then MySpace
0: messaged
4: me. That's how old it was. To be like, "Hey, that was whoa, that was like crazy." Um, and then. I wasn't interested, and then yeah, he continued. Yeah, and then he continued to be. But bo- uh oh, I'm so embarrassed to say what my move to get him to go in there with me was. Oh, please! If it's a trick that worked, well, it was just I've like tossed out some real player lines in my life that like I'm like, all right. Uh, he was telling me he was telling me a story. He's like, yeah, I j-, He was like really weirded out. He's like, I just helped this girl move, and then she had sex with me, like, as a thank you. He's like, and I don't know her that well, but he's like, I've never had sex with someone to uh, help them move. And I was like, oh, well, have you ever had sex with two different people in one day? And he was like, no. I'm like, do you want to? Hey. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, why am I oversharing like that? <laughs>
1: because that was like the summer of debauchery. <laughs> yeah, it's it, restaurant-like, oh, baby. Oh, God. Yeah, and truly, I mean, like, that was such, like, a weird click of everyone was, you know, dating someone on the staff, but seeing another person behind their back, and you were, like, keeping secrets, and oh, God. Um, I want to hear about you uh, being a bartendress and a cocktail waitress. Oh, um, well, literally, I think these are just more blowjob stories.
4: Yeah, they're all... <laughs> I well, I Christ. was I didn't have any, like, I, I did... Like one night of bartending at a bar, and they were like, "Wait, you actually don't know what you're doing?" I was like, "No, I lied." Huh? And then, <laughs> and then I did uh, cater waitering, bartending one time. This was also when I was going through my divorce, and it was at this like, you know, loft, swanky venue on like the west side of Manhattan, and I was miserable because it was at a wedding, and it was like the first mm-hmm. wedding I'd been to after my marriage was falling apart. And this guy kept, like, flirting with me. And I was like, and he like, kept being, like, come back to my hotel room with me. I was like, no thanks. And then we get in the elevator, and he's continuing. And then this other woman in the elevator goes, like, Jeffrey, that's enough. And he was like, Mom. Oh. And I was
0: like, what? Yes. He, was trying to, he was trying to get me to go to his hotel room. And his mom is standing there just listening the whole Also, time. he may
4: have been sharing he a hotel was. room. With...
0: It was so,
4: she was like, that is enough.
0: Like, and he was like 30. Like it wasn't even like he was a kid. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Was... I was just like that probably happens all the time. Yeah. It's a whole game they play. Yeah,
4: it was so weird. But then after that, I got uh a job as a cocktail waitress at a bar called Down the Hatch, which is do you know Down the Hatch? No. It was it's it was um West Eighth. Like between Sixth Avenue and Seventh Avenue, I just
0: like how it could be like a blowjob. Oh yeah,
4: I mean, God, there was just a time where I was like really scared to get pregnant, and now I'm like, will I ever? Um, but I, no, um, it was it was like a total collegey. Have you ever been there, Down the Hatch? I know of it. Okay, so I worked there. I was a cocktail waitress on dollar draft nights, and some people gave a twenty percent mm. tip on a dollar. And I would often throw coins in their face. And I was told I wasn't allowed to do that because it was violent. And I was like, but the only way that I could work there was to be hammered. Like, I don't drink like this at all anymore. But, like, I couldn't exist there without being of course. hammered. So well, I You would... also have to match the energy. It's yeah. dollar draft. So I was so, and, like, Br- this is when Brooke and I were, like, super close. We were our most violent. And, um, and I was just drunk and violent. But there was always this one guy who was the saving grace that would come in with his whole team from work and like get rounds of drinks but leave like a $200 tip so that was like my only good lord oh, I know and one time he didn't come in and I was like no um so I worked there and that was probably my longest waitressing job but I think it was only like six months like I didn't that's that's a long time to serve people dollar drafts
0: yeah and I've to... done the
2: dollar draft Game and it's a nightmare.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's 26 weeks <laughs> yeah of
4: dollar draft. I mean, like once in a while they'd give me like a Saturday afternoon, but I mean I just would drink so much. And yes, I did hook up with someone from the bar because what I mean when in Rome. Yeah, he was uh he was a tattoo artist that worked at the tattoo shop across the street. And he was there every night drinking, crying into a whiskey. He was always sad about a girl. He was just oh. like a tortured artist. And, you know, one night I offered to, uh, you know, help him forget about the girl he was sad about. And then uh, he came to my apartment and accidentally kicked a lamp that had been a wedding gift uh, from a relative that I <laughs> that I the lamp was not on the registry. And I was, I talked about it a lot because uh, I'm Italian and I complain about everything. <laughs> and uh, and I was always mad because I was like, it's fine if you want to get us something at the registry, but not a lamp from TJ Maxx. Like, I was like, so. Lamp's an odd gift. It's an odd gift. It's yeah. an odd gift. And he, while we were having sex, he kicked it by accident and smashed it to pieces. And I was like, yeah,
1: divorce. Like, <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I just thought it was
4: so cool. <laughs> And then uh, that never happened again. He brought me flowers the next day, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was always, like, every, like, restaurant romance, hard air quotes on romance, it was always so unbalanced. It was either, like, they were trying to propose marriage, or they, like, wouldn't look me in the eyes. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you've got a lot of
1: off-kilter humans uh, (laughs) not at, like, not in their prime per se. And I'm not I'm not trying to paint everyone with a brush. Like, you know, you get better and more jaded and over it as you get older and stay in the service industry. But like not only were we young, we were like a lot of us were personally hot messes. Yeah. Working in like working in areas that just encourage you to continue and so that's all you meet is like other like emotionally, completely wild human beings. Oh yeah.
4: When I worked at a CPK, which was not a degenerate magnet, but it was, you know, it's well, still staff a restaurant, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And I was, so I, I guess, I must have been nineteen, if I was a sophomore in college or whatever. And there was this guy that I worked with who was probably twenty-five, and I was like, "Ooh, old man," you know, because like, I just didn't know that that would, I don't know. And we went and got um. There's this place, to be this place. There's a place called the Hong Kong in Harvard Square, and they serve scorpion bowls. Oh yeah, yeah, I like yeah. the Harvard. Uh, Wait, the Harvard. It's called the Harvard. Uh, no, Star- Harvard Star- Square is the area. Harvard
1: Square and in the, the Hong Kong. The Hong Kong that was attached to the comedy, comedy studio. studio? Yeah, yep. but it's, okay.
4: Yeah, that moved. But we went and got a scorpion bowl at like six p.m. after our shift, and he and I and I had a fake ID, like he knew I was nineteen, all the stuff, which is still of age. And we got the scorpion bowl. We got hammered, and then we made out, and then I went home. And then, like, when I say that he was weird to me, like, I, I mean, it was like he did that thing where he was like, you're crazy. You won't leave me alone. I'm like, I have a shift. Like it was like, <laughs> I was <laughs> like, literally here, wow. like at work, like putting on my apron and he was so weird to me. And then beg off. I don't know why I did this, but for some reason I gave him a copy of the little prince. Cause he had like said something about it. So like I went and bought him a book. Mm, whoopsies. I know. I do stuff like that. And then he took it and then he called me, proceeded to call me crazy some more, yeah. but he took the book. Of course they do they so take the they, gift
2: they, take the they gift. always take the gift doesn't sound like a prince to
4: me yeah everything had to be going smoothly for me to be a good <laughs> server so like on days that were like but you know actually okay hold on I'm gonna back up I was very good at communicating like I was uh, always the one that would come and be like hey the kitchen's really backed up hey can I get you something out? Like I would always, so I would say my biggest strength was like always recognizing the tables and if there was like a problem happening or people like helping person. helping yes. other people with their tables because I would be like, well, if I was the customer, so that part I was good. The part that I wasn't, it wasn't the customers that I was bad with. It was the other like, the hierarchy of the oh, staff. Sure. So that's where a lot of my problems came in. Like, someone's like, you didn't fold your napkins right. And I'd be like, who gives a fuck? Like, that's where I was a bad server. <laughs> yeah, so it was with the authority. Like, I walked out on a catering job when I was in high school. Oh, my sure. mom told me to. She's like, Julia, no. Yeah, she goes, nobody talked to you like that. And uh, I was like, I
0: know. Being I micromanaged out. is just bullshit.
4: Yeah, and I just felt like that was, um, yeah. And that's what I mean is, is because I'm just like, you kind of just don't, <laughs> take shit
1: from people and i'm a little bit of like a shit eater you know what i'm saying are you in those situations
4: yeah i think i'm a shit eater with people i know and care about at Mm -hmm. times but with like strangers which i considered all these bosses strangers down the hatch was actually the one where i most obeyed the authority because they were all really chill and drunk so that was like very easy like i'd like spill trays of drinks and they'd be like mazel you know like (laughs) it was just you know yeah i thrived as a hostess I can see that because it yes. was like you know it's a lot of like leaning lean at the counter, threat. You kind of I felt like I was a little bit of a boss because I yeah. was like I'll give you, you table number seven, you know. So that that was that felt better to me than than serving. Yeah, I
1: know, and that that was the only reason I say that just because I was like I can't imagine you not losing your shit. on Oh
4: yeah, I lose my shit <laughs> all the time, <laughs> especially when you're like a host and you get a podium you could stand up on. Oh, leaning. Time to lean, time to clean. What's there to clean? A menu? Nothing. All you do so is man, just always wipe that seating, yeah. the seating chart oh, yeah. with the rag over yeah. And I was always the hostess that would go and help the servers if I didn't have anything to do. Very nice. Because wow. I was like it I cause I could be a better server in that environment because the I wasn't ultimately pressure was off. The pressure was off. Were you a good server?
2: I think I like to think I was very I like efficiency. So I like to think I was really efficient. I might mm-hmm. not have like stuck around and been like, so where are you guys from? What are you going to yeah. see <laughs> while you're in Chicago? Like, I don't care about that. Yeah. But efficiency wise, I got what you needed as fast as you could. You know, not yeah. in rush anybody, but you know what I'm
4: saying?
2: Yeah. I'd say for the most part, I think I was pretty good. I like, I like the challenge of being able to get things done.
1: Yeah. Mm. And I'm the person too, who I'm like, I loved um, perfect. Like my side work was like perfect you know, mm. for the most part. And it was really soothing to me. And mm. it was like a really great OCD activity. I mean, I, I would agree that like at the end of a killer shift, you're like, fuck, I just want to go home. And now I've got like 30 minutes of this shit. But then, you know, it's like sometimes you get upgraded to a restaurant that was like, you can sit and have your shift drink and roll the silverware mm. or whatever. And so I'd be like, yay, baby's happy. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you know, it would become like a reward because, you know, they'd give, they'd give me my little cocktail. Is there any current trend or uh, just something about eating out, these days that bugs you that you love
4: um hmm, that bugs i was hard into the brussels sprout scene for a bit there (laughs) i was like hell yeah like look at all these restaurants sizzling up some sprouts and now it's too much everyone Everyone needs to calm down it's just brussels sprouts yeah i would say i guess i don't know if this is really a trend but i think my biggest complaint as far as like service right and i and because I've been on both ends of mm-hmm. it, is like did not want say dishonesty because I know people are just guesstimating it. But when someone's like, "Oh, your food should be like ten minutes," and then it's forty five minutes later, and you're like, "But if I knew, then I could have pl- like planned." Like that happened us right. at a restaurant the other day, and then they comped the whole meal, and we were like, "You guys don't have to do that." They're like, "No, we feel so like that was like above and beyond," and I was like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting a free meal," just like expectations yes yeah, stop saying it's coming up next so that's right. what i mean earlier i want mean, to keep defending the fact i'm like i wasn't that bad of a waitress but i always You're like honest. try try yeah. to and then what i hate is then like you know it's the fucking worst when you as the customer is like um Where's my, like, and then you look like an asshole because you know, it's not their fault, but it's like, it's the miscommunication. It could be their fault. It could, they could have forgotten to put it in. Yeah. We all are guilty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. It happens. Yeah. Here's a tip and I'll, I'll relate it to restaurants. So I, uh, can sometimes be reactive. (laughs) Uh, and, and then I always feel like a lot of shame afterwards. Uh, uh, for example last month I was in New York and I really wanted a sandwich and Yelp said they closed at seven but they actually closed at six and Yelp wasn't the official website so they had every right to close at six <laughs> and I was like and I walked in I was like are you guys closed and I like did I, I hate I hate myself so much for this and they're like I mean they obviously were they're putting chairs up she was like yeah sorry and I go okay And then I was walking out and I was like, just leave, Julia. And then I turned and I go, "Um, just, you know, Yelp says seven. You should really get that fixed. And then I felt so bad. I started crying outside the (laughs) sandwich place. And then I went back the next day to get the sandwich and to apologize to the girl. And she was like, oh, I don't even remember. But I was like, so sorry. I felt so bad because I I, 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 uh, relapsed because I've gotten so good. So I guess my tip (laughs) is check your Yelp. No, I'm just kidding. No, my tip is... Uh, both at restaurants and in life in general, if you can, right when you feel that reactive, bratty, whatever coming up in you, and it's often not even about the situation at hand, oh, preach. try to like, it might look crazy in public, but like close your eyes, take like three deep breaths, and I guarantee like if your reaction is different, then like everything will work out. So uh, meditate in public is my tip. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much Sweet. for being here. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Robbie. Here's a tip. If you're ready for this one, I really enjoyed another podcast that I devoured. Uh, and I think it was a really good first dive for a kind of a first attempt at journalism, but it's called The Dream. And for me, it was very mind-blowing because I recognized all of my life With my mother, she has been the victim of multi-level marketing and period schemes her whole life, and you personally are peddling something yourself if you're listening maybe or you've got a good friend who won't let up on Facebook Rodan and Fields just, yeah. Anyone Field. uh 31 bags. Um you might get a BMW and a trip to Jamaica if you sell enough. Oh god, my mom and pampered chef, arbonne Then then I realized I didn't know that the 31 bags were another MLM because that's all I got for Christmas for a couple years because my mom can't like she can't sell what she buys and so then they end up being gifts for all of us oh, 31 Lord. bags well it's like also it's christian which i didn't appreciate because it's all after like a john 31 something which again Central i'm Wales? not mormons have a lot of living. yeah and um the dream all you have to do is
2: go to like my facebook page and look at our no offense everybody from high school yep with kids and you're same like, with oh, my high sweetheart school.
1: Oh, everyone, I'm um, power-packed vitamins. I, yeah. re- I had a friend who was really trying to get me to become like, I think they call you, you, you get called their downline or whatever, which is like when they get you to buy in and sell beneath them and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't please. I grew up with a mother who pushed like vitamins and powders and all the shit on me because she couldn't sell stock, you know, and it's just like Facebook, I'm not on it anymore, but it was getting to the point where it was just I was like all my friends back home are doing marketing level multi-level marketing. Yeah, My
3: cousin went to jail for a pyramid scheme. Hmm.
1: Damn, oh. so they were at the oh. top then. Oh, yeah. Your cousin was at, your cousin was like the 1% who actually does any business. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: He did yeah. Yes.
2: Fuck. I got 3 identical messages on my birthday from gals from high school selling oh. me No. They asked me where I went for my skin care. What was the line called? You look so oh, I've good in that. that. Have you heard of this?
0: Yeah, though? it's, can four, I send it's you only four hundred dollars. I have a
2: special birthday kit. I can send you if you'd like. And then
1: you'd be working under me. <laughs> I can help you get your own business off the if ground. You wanna if you want to host a party, Jesus, oh, yes, dude. It's like the... if,
2: if anybody don't offer the girl in L.A., the home of vanity and exactly. skin care. Don't be telling me what to buy. Well, the Especially- other thing
3: when your best buds a fucking
1: institution.
3: Exactly.
0: Right. So what's your what's the big takeaway from your tip? The t- okay, so to listen so to the dream.
1: To, to listen to the dream. Um, and I just feel like for me personally, other than my mom, literally trying to get me and two very patient friends, like she she's like come on bro. I just need this one sale and I think it's after she went to a motivational weekend where they make you feel like a worthless piece of shit and it's like my mom's a full-time They're nursing a manager lifestyle. and well what they do is they sell you like your own broken dreams back to mm-hmm. you and, and are like this is how well you almost kind of got back from one
0: this weekend really make but you feel like there's some yeah
1: something yeah, wrong with you it. that you're not succeeding mm-hmm. when it is a system designed to take your money and nothing else so listen to it. The dream is, I thought Feels was... Feels heavy. Yeah. It it was a lot. It was a lot. I really loved it.
2: Here's a tip. If you're going to be in nature, hiking, camping, what have you, bring a bag to put garbage in. Um, your mm. own garbage. Please do not put garbage in nature. Uh, but also to pick up garbage you find as you hike because sometimes that happens, unfortunately. But how good do you feel about yourself if you have a... a receptacle for
1: it Forest
2: Ranger stranger jaws because they're not always they, they really don't have trash cans everywhere no, no. Um, much like Los Angeles is missing about 3 million trash cans in my opinion but like bring your own bag so that you can put some, put your trash somewhere but also if you see stuff pick it up and get it in there take
0: out what you bring in you
3: turds mm-hmm. here's a tip uh, the new updates on your iPhone oh, if no. you have one Um, in the settings, you can go into it, and it gives you a social media time limit. limit. So you can limit however long your social media intake is. You can set up for however long um, you want. I started with an hour, and it's so jarring how quickly that time goes. (laughs) And then it locks you out of all of your uh, social media things, and it asks you a question like, do you want 15 minutes, or do you want access to the for this for the whole day, and I think it's like a really great barrier to stop you from using your social media all the time. Does Another it give you, uh, electric
0: yeah. shocks.
2: It should. I've tried that, and it eventually I just turned it off. But oh, you're
0: like I'm an adult.
2: <laughs> I did get rid of Twitter and Facebook apps on my phone, and I know Brooke deletes Instagram, and like we'll put it back on, and that helps too.
3: Yeah, oh,
0: it's great. I just, I it's, your purchase. thumb can't I even do not, not touch participate it. Participate in Twitter, and Facebook. I think I'm. Almost done with. It's great. I've
1: been off for two years. It's don't miss it. I was
2: off and then had to work for him
0: and had to get back up. I should get off. Dumb shit photo posts. I enjoy it. (laughs) Do that on Instagram.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Instagram. I don't mind, but Instagram. We. I was saying to Jocelyn too that that one is. It's like kind of all I have anymore. And even that, I'm just like, what am I looking at? Good (laughs) God. And I've I've started saying out loud, Brooke, stop. Stop, and then I'll turn it off and, like, go back to something more mindful.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think I ended up, I followed someone recently that's, like, a celebrity, and I have so much more advertising because of it. Oh, no. Um, anywho, that's my own deal. Here's a tip. If you are going to uh, Coachella this weekend or the following, and you don't want to deal with all that traffic after the show, fake a seizure and get life-flighted out of there. Ooh, airlift. <laughs> what a reasonable tip. <laughs> Life
4: hack, you, you, game
2: the system. Not illegal
4: or why. Legally, I'm not sometimes. bound to this
1: uh, tip, Andrew. This <laughs> is like this is like the real food allergy, this is a fake food yeah, allergy. Yeah, like Coachella, like the
3: gluten of <laughs> Coachella. You're the problem.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you like SideWork podcasts, please review us, give us five stars, and hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Outside Work
1: Podcast.